Is a 27 good enough to grab? Hey everybody, welcome back to the Torchlit Tavern. We're a 5th edition real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I like to focus on storytelling. These guys like to focus on busting my chops. <laughs> I love some busting. So good. I am your postmaster today, Jameson Oxford. And to my proverbial left, it is the master of the post. It is the good boy Dylan Bennett, played by uh, Randall. Uh, the you know I'm rocking that rogue fighter split. You know all that martial goodness as I slowly descend into madness because everyone around me <laughs> is an asshole. <laughs> and Mitch commented on my Adam's apple, and I'm still thinking about it. And to my left, <laughs> to his left, it is Roy. <sighs> playing your rogue warlock and my actual name is ryan and also randall likes to come in and start by saying he's the good boy and then end by calling everybody assholes and to my left <laughs> you guys this are is Toronto once again playing suppose <laughs> let's see your paladin trying to keep these guys on the straight and narrow but uh doesn't <laughs> happen too often really many have tried mm. Oh, but you know, I'll succeed. What, there's a reason I have nets, okay? If, if nothing else, you're going in the net. First person who tried died. Second person who tried just got fired. <laughs> how big is the net? Is it He'll tiny? will see how it goes. Here, if it's tiny, oh, it works. It'll fit you. It'll big fit net, you. small holes. Big net, small holes. Net is fixed, by the way. Go. Isn't it fixed? Oh, it right. fixed. I fixed it. It's done. Oh, good. Oh, you're good. welcome. You know what? You know what? To my left, I got this guy called Mitch. How about you say a, something, Mitch? That was a weird transition. I don't kind of liked it though. I, I didn't. I didn't hate it. My favorite part is when it made it, Mitch not know what to it say. It made me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> yep, best transition. Yep, that's what I would call him, Mitch the bitch. <laughs> yeah, Jack, you're up. <laughs> Damn. Mitch plays Bruce sometimes. Not a lot lately. <laughs> ah shit. Well, I guess it's. I guess it's on me now. Um, and Strana just wrecked to, the fucking moment. To, great. I guess Mitch the bitch's weird transitions. It is Jeff once again playing for all who are listening. The gentleman, the skeleton, Mister Grim. Just in case we miss it. Look at you, Alec. Hot, de- hot deafening noise goes once. here. He called us out again this morning. Wait, what? I fucked up. It was last night. I saw it wouldn't happen. <laughs> God damn you, Alec. He's honest, I, man. He keeps us honest. I love that fucking guy so much. Hey, he's coming back, by the way. I'm bringing I back his NPC. I played with him, by the way. Great guy. Does he bust your balls as hard at the table? <laughs> harder. Harder. It's great. <laughs> we love you, Alec. We should put a post up that's just at Alec. And it's just a sound clip of the doff the hat tone. Yep. No fucking explanation. <laughs> and as I said, as I was saying, this is the Torchlit Tavern. I'm going to play up the fact that we're a friendly welcome tavern and you should come on down and have a brew. Spread the word. Tell people about us. Much like the Tinderbox, the Torchlit Tavern just doesn't have enough visitors. And we're as, flammable. As I do like my blood. And we are flammable, yes. And we do have one old fat guy who bankrolls the whole thing. Only occasionally. That's how it goes. And because of that, we've been doing a lot of tavern keeping, you know, because we're a tavern. We do tavern keeping. Mm-hmm. We sure do. 1960s Batman transition. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Torchlit Taverns Tavern Keeping. We're out here cleaning floors and mopping doors. It doesn't matter what the fuck I mopping said. I said it. doors? So... <laughs> 
I'm starting to realize why people don't visit. <laughs> so, once again, if you want to find us, I'll tell you what, you can find us goddamn anywhere. That's right. We're on all sorts of things like Stitcher and Spotify and fucking Google and shit. But besides that, you know, you want to look us up. I'll tell you a couple places you can look us up right now. We're all over the interwebs. That's right. We're on things like the social medias. We got a Facebook. Tell them what the fuck Facebook is. Facebook.com slash TorsoLitab. We're on goddamn Twitter. Tell them what the goddamn Twitter is. We don't need to cuss so much in the first five minutes of the show. <laughs> fuck you. It is literally in our intro at this point. You say a lot of goddamn motherfucking about our... Uh, Social media. It works for Samuel Jackson. You gonna tell me he doesn't know what he's doing? Hey, every yeah. once in a while is fine. I'm the Samuel L. motherfucking Jackson of this podcast. I'm saying to be aware of that. Not that we need to cut our cussing, because that's not gonna be possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck yourself. <laughs> so, let's get back into this. Since you derailed my fucking hype train. I did. I'm gonna go fuck myself. <laughs> As you should. Think of Jeff. So I will. Let's talk about the goddamn Twitter. What's the Twitter? Where's my lube? <laughs> at Torchlit Tavern. That's goddamn right. It's at Torchlit Tavern. What what else we got? We got a website. Tell them what the website is. TorchlitTavern.com. And you know what? You want to share us on the Twitters and the Facebookies? Tell them what the hashtag is. Hashtag Torchlit Tavern. It's so easy. You know, we don't have an Instagram, but if we did, tell them what the Instagram would be. We'd probably be at Torchlit Tavern. It's so easy. Don't give the internet that. They will beat us to it. <laughs> My bros, all you gotta do is hop onto Google and search Torchlit Tavern. It's true. It's true. Real talk. The first seven results are all us. That's right. And he's right, ladies and gentlemen. But what's most important is we're easy to find if you know about us. But you know what's funny? Is not everybody does know about us. So if you could get out there and tell a friend about our show so they know to Google us and they can I find mean, us anywhere, it's real easy. I mean, what I want you to do is aggressively tell a friend, too. Don't just be like, hey, you listen to Torchlit Tavern. I want you to grab him by his fucking collar. I want you to shake this friend of yours. Torchlit Tavern him. does not endorse violence no. or grabbing your friend. <laughs> In any way. Okay, I mean, I do. Stop it. Don't tell me what I endorse... Jay, okay? We don't endorse that. Jeff can endorse anything he wants. Look, all I'm <laughs> saying is if you're an attractive individual, find someone that's impressionable and weak, invite them over to your wow. house for sexual favors, start playing Torch the Tavern, leave the room, lock the door. And now they have depression. And now you can't sleep. That's not an impressionable friend. That friend already had an impression. They were there for one thing, and you fucking gave them Torch the Tavern. And we thank you for that, listener. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, then they'll just associate us with sexual desire, and that's what he wants. <laughs> hey, it's a strong emotion. It's hard Ooh. to shake. I don't know if it's ideal, but I'll take it. It's important to note, I did find my lube. <laughs> I think that that's our tavern keeping for today. Fairly short and sweet, as short and sweet as Roy. Aww. <laughs> I mean, he's short, I'll give him that. Exactly, it wasn't very sweet. Or short. Um, <laughs> or short. I'm sweet. Last time we left off, things were heating up. Like, huh? Because I was in hell. I get it. It's funny. Yeah. No, it's because it, it was raining. Yeah, it was flooding. In fact, there was in tidal hell? waves. There was tornadoes. I don't know. I mean, hell has all sorts of things. Whatever's the worst weather, you're feeling it. Oh I'm no. Feeling like, let's be honest, it's hell. It's raining, but it's not raining water. It's raining the inside of a marshmallow that you've lit on fire. 
Yeah, I think that it rains in, until pain. Bruce goes, man, it'd be nice for the rain to stop. And then it beats sun so hot that his skin cracks. And then he goes, man, I really wish it would rain. And then it rains too fucking much, because that's what hell is like. And hell, it rains Legos. Oh. <laughs> if you just sit down, it's heaven. No, I feel like it <laughs> rains bacon grease, and after the bacon grease rain, D4s grow out of the ground and sprout Lego flowers. In the interest of never starting the game, everybody say what their hell would be for their character. Oh, God. Mitch just described the worst hellscape I've ever imagined. <laughs> Literally, Jeez. there was a scene in this podcast where we described Dylan's hell, so I mean... Yeah, we're done. Moving on. Yeah, the last thing that happened was, uh, you guys are going to war. There are roving bands of people trying to gather anybody who isn't walking to sign up themselves. We call those press gangs. Yeah, there's press gangs rolling around. Fun fact! Fun fact. <laughs> Move on. Mitch's random fact! Mitch's <laughs> random fact. It's called a press gang. It's when a group organized by the local government or local officiating party, whether they're in the government or not, roams around and basically abducts people, impressing them or pressing them into the service of their employer. Hence the name Press Gang. I'm going to go talk to Granlin and just ask her not to resummon him. We are beginning the show with Sabobos. The stained glass windows beat down inside the church. Everyone is left after the service that we left off at in the last episode. And Sabobos, you can either be in the confessional or just leaving the confessional. Is there anything that Sabobos would like to confess? I, 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 I think there's an issue. I've been looking through my book, and it says over here that we should do good. And it says over here we should listen to people over us. Um, I, I have an issue here. So, And what is that, my child? This is, says, well, there's, there's a couple of things. The whole, the whole point of an almighty being really is to look down on you. But I think there's things going on. Is our paladin boy neckbearding a priest? Neckbearding? Is there a dashboard in that confessional? No. I don't think the sub of us would listen to dashboard confessional. <laughs> Vindicated. You, you know, usually we do things in the light. It's like I have a going sword. You go, yay, pray, light. Yes, sword you, you're, you are a fist of Newman. It is your job to enact the will of Newman. Unfortunately, somebody's doing something in the dark evil pits underneath the city. I'm just saying. We bring forth the dawn. It is all part of Newman's will, as voiced through our head priest. You know how this works. But but in the book it says in the light. So your concern is that our work is literally being done in darkness. Not everything that Newman says should be taken literally, and sometimes... In darkness, the most light can be created. Okay. <laughs> you believe that one, all right. <laughs> I rolled a five. I believe it. Rolls a dumbass so check got and it. fails. I have intelligence nine, so I'm, I, yeah. I rolled a four, effectively. <laughs> I've been digging this Sabobos is a very well-versed but devout Numenite, right? That's yep. what we're going with. Yeah. He knows the scripture so well that he can actually come back and be like, but it says this, which means that he is a priest's biggest headache. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll earmark this and I'll read more up on it. All right, thank you. Was there anything you wanted to confess? As I look around with a curious eye, thinking in my head, was there anything else? Hmm. 
No, I, I, th- I think we're good. I understand you recently had a crisis of command and faith. You were following the well, we outed paladin Daedalus, though. Would you like to tell us about that? Well, I'm very confused on that. Roll an insight check. That's not a horrible 14. You know the way this priest is talking to you. This is not like, this is not the way confessional goes. This is a bit of an interrogation. Yeah, I'm like. You're kind of keyed into that because he's asking too many questions. He's leading you. I was thinking, I haven't seen the light of Newman leave him yet, though. How would you know? Is it so obvious? Well, he hasn't pinged. You're referring to your ability to detect evil in others. Well, well, yes. Yes, Father, I am. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to read up more on this. It's the only thing I can, I can determine. We, the priests, are the will of Newman. That's true. You fists are here to serve. I feel that you should bear that in mind, because... That's true. I need to go help the children. That is and then I rush not out. a bad idea. Say five Hail Newmans! Hail Newman! Hail Newman! Hail Newman! I fucking love that guy. <laughs> As he runs away. That guy's a fucking wanker. Where do you go? You've been seeding this idea of the children. Let's flesh this out, Sababas. Where do you go? What is this? I am going to go train the children from the Warrens in basic martial skills so that they don't die upon on some enemy sword for no pointless reason. Oh, okay. When you get there, you find Daedalus is running these kids through wooden sword practice. At this point, he's even actually having a conversation with a kid who's got himself a little wooden sword made up, and he's telling the kid, hey... Hey, kid, um, I know you want to use a sword, but you're not going to end up with one. So I want you to take this big, long, pointy stick and try to stab me with it, because you're going to need to know how to use a spear. It's nothing personal, kid, but getting a sword's going to be hard. I'll train you with a sword after I teach you how to get, use the spear, because you're going to use the spear to get yourself a sword. Hey. Hey, boss. Hey. Dallas. How are the kids coming? Uh, they're coming all right, man. They're they're young. Uh, nobody's gonna be around to take care of them much. But uh, I think uh, if we give them a little bit of basic training, it'll maybe save a few lives. He's he's walked away from the kids, so they can't overhear him, and he's kind of waved them off. And he's like, "God, how did things land uh, with you after I walked out? You you're good, right?" Uh, yeah, no, the the it went fine, and and. Uh... You know, I, I was questioning a little bit about the down deep thing that they're doing, and they said it was totally fine. I'm still not quite sure about that. Yeah, uh, so what little I know is uh, they weren't dismantling that portal, Sabobos, that portal we found down there. Mm-hmm. They didn't let me stay long because, you know, I'm a troublemaker. But uh, but wasn't that portal tainted by evil the, i well you know, i think that's what they're demon they're, they're sanctifying it God obviously hmm. they're, they're trying to sanctify the portal but not get rid of it and that's what makes me nervous is it's built for a specific purpose i'm not sure what they're going to do with it, it i haven't been allowed down there in a while sense, wouldn't it make more sense to design our own and then have it i mean that was one of the things i was saying it should be done in light you know, done in the light. They're saying, well, but darkness and light. I'm going, mm. 
Um, I think you and I have established that we don't know a lot about how portals work by the way we crash-landed that ship in the middle of a crowded uh, coliseum. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, your idea sounds right, but maybe it doesn't work anywhere else. I don't know. All I can say is magic is weird. I imagine that they're going to need a super sort of conduit or power to kick that thing on. Uh, Why do I have a sneaking suspicion that that the thing that we're already pursuing with the other folks that you know is going to be something powerful enough to do thing like that? Krieg and most of the older fists have already marched out to uh, ahead of the army. So, yeah, I think you're say, it's safe to say you're right. Yeah. No. See, that doesn't know. And, uh, that does not make sense. They have what they needed. Not make sense at all. Uh, whatever it was that the, the guys were keeping from me that they were trying to get. They didn't tell me too much about mm-hmm. this device that they got out of that ship. Yeah, the device that they got out of that ship is obviously important. Krieg wanted it. I'm sure it's with him. Something tells me that they're going to be making a beeline for it. Uh, Sabobos, I don't think that I can do what I was doing for these guys. And I don't know that I trust them, but I do trust you. Well, yeah. I need you to be my my eyes and ears, man. I think whatever goes, well, whatever well, happens next, I can promise you that they're going to be at the heart of it. Yeah, no, I, I had a feeling. I almost was thinking it's time to do a little bit of a vigil. Just a tad. Yeah, um, Just I can tad. give you a heads up. I know where a lot of them will be. Their friend Bruce, you remember Bruce? Really? Like, yeah, he lives yeah, yeah. just up the street, actually. But uh, they're going to be getting him back. My last time that I spoke with uh, the Church of Vespera, they said that they're going to be performing a ritual very soon to get him back. And I know that most of the, a lot of them will probably be there. But isn't isn't he in hell? Well, that's that's, that's, that's the what they're that's what they're fixing. Thing. Ah, okay. In fact, maybe... Doesn't, isn't you know, it supposed to be in hell. There's Got a it. double reason for you to be at that ritual, I guess, because, you know, anytime you're summoning something from hell. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's good to have be, a fist there, there you know? if I was there. Yeah. You wouldn't be both. We, mm-hmm. Yeah. We know exactly how that could otherwise happen. Um, so... So, but was writes this details down in his little He's book. got a book. So, you can write and read. Yes. <laughs> but not tie your shoes. Or no, you couldn't no, tie your he shoes. he can also tie his shoes. He yeah. can also Daedalus, tie his shoes. Oh, I could tie my shoes. That's very true. Established. That's, I could tie my shoes. Exactly. What do you do next? Is there more you want to do here? Uh, okay. Is, is there anything... <laughs> is there anything that the kids need? Alright, you've got sticks... Maybe some basic health kits. Yeah, I mean more than just the kids, Sabobos. It it this if if the political climate stays this way, <laughs> I'm I'm not just going to be training kids how to use these things, man. They're all children of the light. That's right. You know what? I've got I've got things here in Griffinport. You you move on and follow this group and do what you can there. I don't need anything from you here. I need to know that you're with them so that I don't have to worry about that. Right. All right. No, I, I can definitely, right. I can definitely make that happen. So I need to stick with the big one. 
with the eye issue once once he comes up hell. Yeah, he's got oh, stop the things from getting out of Daedalus hell. Otherwise, fills you in on every issue he knows about. He tells you that there's there's some shady shit about Dylan. He's in touch with a priestess of Akara. He fills you in on the fact that Dylan may or may not have had a pact. He fills you in on the fact that one of them is a fae. The other one is in league with a fae. Like, you've already seen that bit. He tells you about the Eye of Magog, and he mentions that Bop, whether he's with them or not, possesses a major artifact that may or may not be dangerous. Fucking Absolutely, it's his job. <laughs> Fuck. It's like, right. He told Sabobos, so, though. No one else. How, how, how... In light of Newman, I guess, things happen. Yeah, well, bud. You, you well, understand why uh, why people are mad at me now? I've been keeping a little bit too much secrets, you know what I mean? We liked you because you kept those secrets, motherfucker. You shut your mouth, you ain't here, you don't know. I'm mad. <laughs> you ain't hearing shit. No shit, shit for you. The paladin knows I used to talk to a devil. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm in fucking danger. Well, no, now like, two like I said, that, that, that one is very much a, like, he, he has imparted to Bobos a suspicion, because every time he uses Detect Evil, he can sense that fucking brimstone on you. But the truth is, there's been no indication otherwise. That, I'm you now more scared of Sabobos than Grim. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I, I think with that information, though, he would also impart this sort of thing where... Even when they're making the wrong choices, he has not seen any indication that they are bad guys. Except for maybe Grim. <laughs> flashes of evil. Flashes of evil from Yeah, at, well, flashes of evil from every one of them, but he, he looks you dead in the eye. He's like... No, I mean actual actions. Yeah, you know that stuff isn't accurate. Hey, you leave a cloth out in the sunlight, it bleaches. I'm just saying. Even when it's a little filthy, you leave it in the light a little bit, it gets cleaner. Yeah. I almost went joisy. That's why I want you to go shed some light on them. I can do that. I will lay the whim on them. Perfect. All right. And I tromp off. Grim, what do you do? Yeah, actually, I do have some plans. So, after leaving the discussion with Dylan being, again, unsatisfied with how that turned out. Grim. You think you're unsatisfied? You should talk to his dad. Dad's pretty happy lately. Or his ex. Ooh. Take a name. You probably got it. <laughs> wow. Alright. Yeah, not Sandra. So, leaving there unsatisfied... He kind of secludes himself again, obviously, basically only talking to Hornig and some of the other Moors guys and Evan. But he does remember that there is a source of power under the city, and he knows that from what's about to be coming, he wants it. Mm -hmm. So in the dead of the night, uh, he uses all of his stealthy abilities and his flesh mask to be even a little bit more stealthy. And he makes his way down there to retrieve that source of power. Okay. As you get down into the earth, cause I'm going to try to resolve this quickly, even though it's a bit of a complicated thing. I'm going to, I'm just going to straight up say by the end of this, you will have used all your spell slots because when you get below ground, you find that 
because you guys kind of got spotted last time, the security down there is three times as good as it was. And they know about that secret entrance now. Uh, when you get there, you actually have to sneak in through the secret entrance. Uh, it has fists, priests. The only thing going for you is that you went in late and they don't know what fucking time of day it is. Like, they're a little strung out. They're tired. You're going to use all your spell slots to do this, and I'm going to need you to make some rolls, and we're going to see how successful this is. Okay. I believe in you. Give me a stealth roll. Okay. That's going to be good. How do you stealth through these caverns past these guards? You want to give me any flavor? Vanilla? Chocolate? Raspberry. Mint chocolate chip? 25 on my stealth roll. So that's a good flavor. That's nice. That's like a rocky road, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of, there's some nuance to that flavor. <laughs> With my 25, I imagine I stick real close to the shadows, even using, you know, uh, when I can, using spells to get around people, uh, climbing on things if necessary, uh, taking routes that a normal human can't take. Mm-hmm. is a lot of what I would be doing. I feel like the way that you... Because you got a really good stealth roll. I think that at one point you realized that there was literally no way to go the way you had come. And using your ability to kind of sense out the uh, the pathways using the ley lines, there's actually a point where you find this small ley line that goes through like... It's sort of like that... Remember when you were watching and attacking through that fissure in the, in the, uh, in the stalactites? Yes. Yeah, when you were firing spells through it, you go back to that location because it's one of the few spots that can get there, and you break yourself into little pieces and shove yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that because you can bone daddy, that's yeah, how you, that's how you get around it. You have a spell that flies because you're in the location where, as I've stated, it is very far away. What? How do you get the? Uh, I I have the jump spell, so I'm going to <laughs> just jump for it if I can. If I can jump and grab it, I 100% will. So let me get this straight. The gentleman skeleton, Mr. Grimm, is getting all up in this paladin business, and he's going to bone him. He's just going to yep. stick his bones all up in there. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to bone him hard. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Big old boner. I'm going to talk about all the things that you're going to use, because like I said, you're using up all your shit. To get to this point, you've got your runner's stance thing that you got through your bone sigils. Yep. You've got, like, if you had a spell that makes you go faster, you're about to cast jump, and you're running at the edge of this precipice. Yes. You make... Go ahead. My plan is to either run, jump, land on the stalagmite, and pull it off, or if I have to, if this is the better plan, I'm going to kind of look at the layout... I'll run, jump, grab it, and rip it off, jam it into my skull, (laughs) and fucking land for the water. Because even though I know the water's dangerous, at least if I make it to the water, just right through one eyeball. Mm, Okay. It'll be quick in there, and I know that I can wash up somewhere and gather myself as I'm washing up. Mm. That's not a huge deal to me. So do you have a tea-drinking eye socket and a shit-cramming eye socket? Uh, or do you just yes. use whichever? I drink. I drink tea with my right. I jam shit into my eyes. Actually, you know what? It's the scone I jam socket. It into my... it's, it's, there's the tea yeah. socket and the scone socket. And the scone socket. Yeah. Actually, come to think of it, I have my magic hat. 
I'll probably just jam it in my magic hat. Nothing comes out of there. Which I've recently given you. His hat is yeah. now a bag of holding and a portable hole. Yeah. So I'll just put it in there. Hang on. Just so the next time this comes up. Sir Grim Bone Piles. That makes his skull an item in a bag of holding. That means his head falls into his bag of holding, right? Uh, n- no, because it's not big enough. The hat. What? Yeah, How it could would you literally not work by definition of a hat. That being said, could you probably push the hat into it? Probably. Yeah, I mean, try hard enough, sure. Yeah. Good to know. It's just like you can pull a hat over your head if you try hard enough. But that's probably a hat that's not built for you. So. Right. This hat is custom tailored. So as you're planning your trajectory here, I will describe the, that this cavern has changed a touch. More work has been performed. The dark outline of the portal and the strange archway that created it, it's been purified. It is now this glowing ivory. They seem to have changed out the material or encased it. You've got priests down there working rituals, it seems like, nonstop, and sacrament. And just, you can hear the mumbling echo of prayer throughout the cavern. It seems to be nonstop. So one more thing. I do want to, as I survey this, if I think that at this point, I know I don't want to get into a fight with these people, uh, mainly because it would greatly inconvenience me. So if the better option appears to me that I could just jump to the roof and spider climb, I have a potion of climbing. Okay. I'll tell you straight up, that that is definitely the safer way to do that. Yeah. You'd have to burn I mean, the potion, but yeah. Uh, if you jump, I'm going to make you make a roll and there's a chance for failure. No, absolutely. I, I get that. But like... So the, the way Grim is going to think about it is looking over the scenario is if it feels like he can make this jump and splash into the water and disappear into the night, he'll 100% do that. I think, but if he if the risk is more than like 40% that he fails, he's going to burn the potion because even though he knows that could be useful later, this is a this is a time to really hammer down on whatever needs to be done. Okay. I uh, I think I'm going to I'm going to force you to make that decision right now by rolling a perception check. This may alter the information. Uh, for the listener, too, uh, this item was spotted by the fairies uh, a long time ago as in the roof of this cavern. It's sort of where all the ley lines connect to this giant red crystal gem uh, that sits dead center of the uh, of the city. It's a 12? Yeah. Um. Because your vision, I'm sure, is kind of very much on the gemstone, you notice that it is wobbling on its own. And dirt and dust and, like, debris are kind of falling away in the area, like falling from the roof. Um, And you see that some of the rocks have struck the ground, and a couple of the priests are investigating it. Because directly below that, that thing is the portal. Okay, so they're looking up at the roof right now? They won't. They will be. You can see a priest moving to this dirt that has hit the ground. Uh, But something is happening with the gemstone as well. Because like I said, it it seems like something is moving it. Okay. Well, then, if it looks too much like it's going to fall, or if they're going to be looking at it soon, then the quicker option is to just fucking jump the fuck at it. And I don't... I'm not playing around with, like, them noticing me while I'm walking on the ceiling. 
Okay. So what if you do both? Couldn't you like pop the potion and yeah, then jump onto the ceiling like as close as you can get? And then if you're like two feet away, fuck it, whatever, just crawl over there, yeah? That's a fair plan. Fuck it. Cover all my bases. Right? I like it. Do it. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. So you yeah. socket a potion. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, you make this running leap. It puts you just... How far does jump go? My jump distance is tripled. Your jump distance is tripled? Okay. You land like... 20 feet away, just one hand grabs an, a stalactite and it sticks solid like Spider-Man. And uh, you, you're you 20 feet from the, the crystal. As you see, the edges around the crystal are being like worn away and more dirt and debris is falling around it. And then the crystal starts to go up into this hole. Okay. I, I jump towards, or I fucking move toward that as quick as possible. Actually, you know what? As like the I still see the crystal, and if it looks like it's moving fuck all anywhere, and I don't think I'll be able to get there quick enough, I'm going to shoot my hand at it. Okay. Um, you fire you fire your hand, and it latches on, and you feel resistance. Can You, you can't pull on it with your hand, though, right? Your, uh, your just hand with, has it. <laughs> uh, I, can, I can use mage hand to pull it. How much does a mole weigh, Roy? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Moles are pretty light. So, if I'm being honest with you, real quick, Roy. During your last level up, what spell did you take? I actually took a warlock. What is it called? An invocation. It allows me to polymorph once per day. And uh, you are currently a mole. Yeah. With a burrow speed of what? With Bob's little stone. That's uh, a <laughs> kind of up for debate. Oh shit! I'll give it half. Moles are all measured in ounces. Yeah. I move 35 feet regularly, so... <laughs> a mole is less than a pound, no matter what type and of I fucking mean, mole And I mean, typically a mole... An animal tends to run... T- tends to go faster than a human, so just... Uh, uh, so, the, the hand grabs onto it, and then gets sucked up into the hole. If you cast Mage Hand, I will say that this is officially an Arcana versus Strength. Now, the problem is, is that a mole's strength is about fucking... Negative three. <laughs> I was gonna say like negative three is being nice. I, I'm I am being nice because I know your yeah. arcana is dope. <laughs> but he also has his hand like his little mole hands on it, and he's trying to retreat. I'm gonna say you have a burrow speed of fifteen because there's no stats on a mole. Aren't there stats on a mole? There should be stats on a mole. Are we rolling off right now? What's happening? Yes, you are. I told you contested rolls. Your strength versus his arcana. Good God. We have finally found a mage hand moment where it can actually pull on the thing. Whip out your dice and roll, boys. And you said minus three? Yeah. yeah. Fifteen. You get sixteen. Oh. Wow. So you pull on it, and just the tip of the of the stone comes out, and uh, at this, and you can move forward as well because you still have a move action, and then you can yeah. put your other hand on it. At this point, yeah. mole's bro speed is five feet. At this point, I'm just going to completely latch onto it. If it's going anywhere, I'm going with it. All right. You now have in your hand, and I'm going to say that your other hand gets resocketed as well. You In your hand is a is the heart of Griffinport and a mole. What color is your mole? This mole's got you by the jewels, boy. He does. 
It's a, you know, it's a mole colored. It's what are what are moles? They're like black, They're gray, black. or brown. So like, all right, motherfucker. No, like, what kind of mole. mole are you? Like, are you just your boring ass mole? Are you a star nose mole? Like, what are we talking? How many penises do you, do you have? Jazz hands nose. Do you have a jazz? I feel hands like nose. you would have jazz hands nose. How many penises do you have? Do moles have multiple penises? Some. They have multiple heads. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're pronged. They only have one dick. They have multiple dick heads. Yeah, they've got their their dick head is much like their nose. This is not mole dick cast. It is now. It just looks like a mole, but you can tell by looking into its eyes that it's Roy because they're fucking bright blue. Okay, so I'm holding <laughs> this mole that apparently I know is Roy. And as you make eye contact with the thing that you know is Roy, uh, you hear the sounds of the people below uh, raising alarm because they have looked up and they see shadows in the roof. <laughs> okay. The veal so... calling you a dick. I'm going to I'm going to look at Roy Mole and go, this part is going to suck. And then I jump way off into the water so you can't <laughs> even really see me land in it. Roy, what um, do you do to survive the water? Roy's going to hold his breath for as long as he can. Roll constitution. Mole constitution. Yeah, it's mole constitution. I'm going to say it's a nine. So minus one. Um, That's rude. Actually, con is 14. Where did you find mole stats? Uh, Pathfinder. Oh, okay. We'll go with that. Plus two, oh, then. Oh, 14? Yeah, plus two. 14. <laughs> All right. You, you, you make it about uh, 14 rounds. Are you doing anything to protect yourself, or are you just cur- cradled around the stone and this mole and just trying to absorb all the impacts? Because I, I have described this water as rough. Really wreck. You're basically going to get dragged through a reef before you hit daylight again. Oh, and you and you have a stealth of plus 19, if that matters anything. I'm going to... Basically, because he's ruined my idea of, like, holding it in my hat. Because I'm not going to put him in my hat. Well, actually... He'll have to hold his breath either way. Yeah, he's <laughs> holding his breath either way. So I guess I'll just throw him in the... Uh, I don't want him in my hat. There's stuff in there. I don't trust him. I don't trust him for a fucking second. You put a rogue in your hat, you're going to come away with less stuff. You fucking put Roy in there, I guarantee your hat of holding is going to feel lighter when he comes out of it. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm not going to put him in my hat. I don't trust him. Um, Uh, uh, Moles can swim, by the way. That's good. But can you swim while holding a stone as big as you are? I mean, if I can swim, that means I can float. So if he were to happen to let it go... I don't think he's going to do that. We would just go to the top. No, that's not happening. That's I don't not think happening anybody him. floats in this river. And Let's I only stop. know this due to the website mole-patrol.com. <laughs> Shout out to molepatrol.com. I, I will be asking about mole facts for the, for the rest of this encounter. I'm going to firmly grasp both hands around the, the stone specifically. Oh, Are your bones hollow or meaty? They're regular bones they're not are hollow. you like old desiccated bones or do they have marrow they, I mean, how old are your bones we need to know bones are relatively then, old then, you, then you're me this, too, bones are old. Me too. i'm trying to figure but, out if you sink how, how well you sink or float um probably sink uh, yeah. you're gonna sink either way i think i think yeah, that an old think... bone without any center is never mind it does not fl- i'm going with the middle ground is... It doesn't float. It doesn't. Bones, bones, whether they're fresh or desiccated. This is just a long winded way of saying that how does the bone pile that is tangled up in your clothes and hat look when you wash up on shore 
It's just a bone pile and a mole in a nice coat, <laughs> all holding a stone. Well, I will say moles do have whole breath. What's happened is that he, like, turtled over you, turned into a ball, like, and is, like, a cannonballing through this rush of water that is going back out to shore, and he is just getting wrecked. You feel the protection that is grim that's sort of protecting you, your mole and this gem. You feel that he has lost, like, his willpower that holds his bones together. And it is at this point, Roy, that you realize that you are now in danger, and he is no longer doing anything for either one of you. Also, how many rounds is, is this whole thing going to take? Uh, I mean, you had him do a con thing, so that's it. He's that's holding it. his breath. At this point, he's, he's still holding it. Okay. He got a good that's... roll. So, Roy, what do you do? I just don't know how long it would take to wash out and wash back in. So, so the bones are coming with me, you're saying? At this point, you're basically tangled up in his clothes. Okay. I feel like you're neglecting to answer the most important question for Roy. Does Roy, as a mole, get backstab damage? <laughs> I don't think that they actually want to kill each other at this point, but okay. I mean, it's going to matter. It'll come up. I don't know when. I'm sure it will. Yes. I mean, yeah, if you're literally entangled in bones, I feel like that is the best moment to cause the most damage. But uh, it's not going to matter because he's at bone pile right now. Yeah, can't be affected. No discernible anatomy. Uh, Yeah, fuck. Yeah, also, I will advise, this is just straight out, if Roy were to make any malicious moves, Grim would immediately make him pay, because we're, I'm the only thing protecting him. I'll just put him right out while I'm still conscious. Uh, yeah, yeah he'll that. find a way to drown you. It, it, it is a yeah. unique position. You're that you putting a lot of weight in. on Mitch being an ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I realize it's just Mitch being an ass, but like, this is the realist. Back to the, to the less time wasting, what does Roy do? If I tomb a Levistus, wouldn't it would uh, it just take us all the way to shore at that point? Yeah, I'll say that if you that if you use that ability, that you guys are just gonna wash up together as an ice cube of bones, bones and Roy. Yeah, I think he'll be, turn back into yeah, Roy. That's fair. But it'll be Roy and just Grimm's clothing and the gemstone just washing up, waiting to thaw out on the ocean. All right, so uh, yeah. I'll fucking do that. I'm going to work my way through a sleeve and I'm going to poke my head out and I'm going to see that we are careening straight toward a rock wall and I am going to, <laughs> unfortunately, in this sleeve, I guess. So that's going to be something. I'm going to unpolymorph and turn back into Roy and then I will use Tomb of Levistus as I see we're about to hit the si- this side. The water around the Tomb of Levistus and inside it, like, the whole thing just freezes into a giant cube. Normally, Tomb of Levistus is, like, one round and it's over. But because you are literally in the water, there is li- real-world ice that forms around the both of you. An hour later, so I'm giving you the chance to have an hour's rest, Grim, to get health back. If you guys really want to push things, I don't want you to. But you guys wash up on shore and thaw out. Currently, you are bone-piled. So you are not in any position to do anything. And also, Roy is essentially incapacitated because he is very firmly in your sleeve. <laughs> he is like straight jacket into your sleeve. Um, so just to clarify the rules, I can roll all of my hit die if I want in that hour rest. Yeah, you could. Okay, cool. You fully healed. Both of you can be. 
With, I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, if I you took any damage from the I didn't take any damage, so I'm fine. I, in theory, I could have said it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, checking the rules on that. Yeah, you, you can. It's just that if you were to get an, if shit happened later today, you wouldn't have the ability to gain any more health back that way. Right. Well, I'm not extremely worried about what's going to happen later today. I'm really more concerned about what's going to happen right the fuck now. You guys thaw out, and uh, how do you resolve the fact that you you got both of his claws attached to the stone that you have hugged, and you are encased in his very well-made uh, suit sleeves? As the hour rest passed by, and I could, I'll just take the full heel out of that. For my part, I regain myself. And uh, I guess as I do that, he's stuck in my sleeve. So I just, I take my jacket off. Or I, I regain myself outside of my jacket. Hold on, hold on. Now you can't sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. God. <laughs> Newman. Uh, so I regain myself outside of my jacket and, and look at him. And I can't help but chuckle a little. <laughs> hey, Grim. You appear to be a little stuck. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so it appears that we had the same idea. Yeah, didn't forget about it. Mm, neither did I. So... I mean, if we're if we're awkward, if we're if we're gonna be real here, I got there first. <laughs> if we're going to be real here, you nearly got us both killed. You nearly got me killed. I was about to get away scot free. Um, you sure, scot free? Scott's never free. He's an expensive person. It's Scott's true. never free. Fucking England. <laughs> wow. Wow. There we go. Politically correct. Uh, wow. Geopolitics. Yeah. How dare you? Your conversation is going to be rushed because you guys hear the sound of a press gang moving along the beach. <laughs> Roy should have signed up already. So as we hear the sound of a press gang moving up the beach, I look at Roy and go, how can we possibly resolve this right now? Uh, let's not. How about you uh, put this thing back on and we just run for the moment? I pressed a digitation him out of the coat. <laughs> cool, because I really didn't want to rip your sleeves. It seems like a nice coat. It is a very nice coat. I can almost guarantee this costs more than anything I've ever had put That's together. the nicest clothes Roy has ever worn. That is, it, You're it, right. It probably felt real fucking nice to be trapped in it. Is this, is this, is this velvet in here? <laughs> is this velvet line? Yes. You don't even have skin. <laughs> I don't know if you caught the gentleman part, but it's important. Yeah. It's real nice, real nice. Let's go. Let's go. Roy, you have somewhere you need to be. You know that the summoning happens tonight. So uh, we're heading to the church. Yeah, if, if you can convince Rim to run with you because you know it's safe there. Yeah, and I had uh, I had burrowed straight from the guild. So it's not a straight shot down? 
No, it's not a straight shot down. I assumed that, uh, you know, because, you know, Avil can feel it, so I kind of just well, followed okay. her lead. So, yeah, so what I think that to make it easiest on you, you use the sewers that you know pretty well from being in the guild. Yeah. The Thieves Guild to get as directly above it as you could, and then you went straight down from there. I only bring up the guild because uh, while I was there, I handed off the papers to Darius. Darius has So you can yeah. make my fake. Yeah, so we're going to have some fake writs made. All right. Uh, in the interest of moving forward, you guys show up at the Church of Vespera. Uh, as you and Grim kind of show up in your, your strange state, are you guys running with, like, the stone? Like, Roy has it in one hand, Grim has it in the other, and you're just running together? Because I feel like neither one of you would let go. You guys are cute. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like you're holding hands, but you're not, because this thing's nearly basketball-sized. It's like a football-sized thing. Okay, good, because I was going to say, I can't palm that as a halfling. There's no way. I can't palm a real basketball. It is a stone that is, it's like an inverted geode. It's like a crystalline thing, this crystal shooting off in every direction, so you could, like, grab onto one if you had to, but it ends up being about the size of a football or a uh, dodgeball. All right. I just want uh, okay. throw a general announcement out there. Just keep that away from your eye sockets. <laughs> Which is I'm not decidedly worried. what he was not going to do. But <laughs> and uh, you guys show up, and Granlin is carrying a large stack of books, and the other nuns are milling around. Uh, Mary says, Roy, Roy, you're just in time. We were waiting for you. Come, come. And Granlin is going, yes, Roy, come on, we need your help. All hands on deck. Um, I've got one to give currently. <laughs> she looks over. She nods at Mary, and Mary just fucking swipes the stone and says, I'll hold it for the both of you. Uh. You'll have it when you leave. I can hand it back to both of you. Hey, you know, actually, Granlin, this thing, we've oh this stone, so it's, like, real powerful, I guess. Maybe it'll help? Mary looks you both in the eye and says, I'm no thief. Oh, that's, uh, okay. keep in mind that Grim has the deathest of grips on that stone, so she swipes it, and Grim's hand's still on it. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what's, what's with the whole grabby touchy? And I reconnect my wrist to my hand and go, Girl, has no one taught you it is not proper to swipe things from people? I'm aware, but Granlin gave me the nod. You know, they're, they're only sometimes slightly evil. Oh, Sabobos, so you show up. <laughs> I meant, like, the stone could probably help with the summoning. Granlin says, I don't know what it is. You might be right, Roy, Where'd but... Where'd you get this from? But the truth is, is that I... I've worked really hard on this ritual, and I'm afraid to add a chaotic element to it at this point. I'm fairly confident that what we, that what we have That's is enough. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't agree on you using the stone yet anyway. <laughs> Shared custody is a bitch. I mean, I, I did get there first. No, like, so. ser seriously, where, 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 where did you get that from? Uh, Sabobos, I don't have time to answer your questions. Yes, we don't have time. Come, no, but come. you have time to reply to me. Right. Um, I, was, say, I was doing... It came from X. I was doing no, some no, digging, do and I found it Got in it. the ground. Right. You're Well, I can understand why you would be digging, uh, but you said underground, right? Yeah, I mean, that's where you dig generally <sighs> dig in the sky my boy so were you digging it came from the chamber with the portal in it Sabobos. that's where it came from this is known as the heart of Grivenport. 
It is a source of great power and also something I wish to use to ensure that we can continue to do the best thing for our shared worlds. So... And I just kind of want it. So I cock my eyebrow at Grim. Do I believe him? Well, I don't know. What did you roll? I just heard a dice clickety-clack. I'm telling the truth, so if you don't believe me, did I don't know Did you roll an at one on your insight check? Because maybe oh, not. Oh, God, no. I have, it's like 20... Yeah, you believe him. Six? He's being, he's being legit. He's being straight up. Why would you not believe I, I, me? I nod at him. I go, mm, okay. So um, underground, eh? Yeah. How did you get there? Last time I checked, halflings didn't burrow. Um, while, while he's asking that, I look at Mary, and I release my hand from it, and I go, That's a gnomish thing. Madam, you go. put this in the safest place possible, and I will be returning for it. In fact, I may follow you to whatever safe place it is, because at this stage, I am not a party to this summoning ritual. You know, knowing these group of people, you probably should you know, make sure nobody can track it. She gives you the most bored nod that you've ever received. Like, you basically just mansplain to this woman how to do her job. This is, this is what she does. <laughs> she keeps things protected for people who enter the church and then leave. She always gives the stuff back. Yeah, this is the same lady that takes all the weapons when we walk in, right? I don't know this shit. She walks behind Granlin, <laughs> comes out the other side, doesn't have the stone. <laughs> so she gives you the most boring, like, no shit look and nod. Detect evil. <laughs> there, there is no evil currently in this place, and the heart of Griffinport is decidedly not. Basically, I just nod my head for no apparent reason. Zabobas <laughs> is just nodding like an idiot. You know that feels right. In fact, I'll go ahead and I'll put some concrete terms on this, because I've been va- making it very vague. Like, this is important item. It is a potential important thing. It is a source of power, and it's basest, but basically... Once per charge, and how to recharge it will be the debate later on, but if any spellcaster should tap into its power, they will immediately get all slots back. Holy shit! Even Bruce? Sure. <laughs> all That's abilities. a warlock nut right there. It is a warlock's and sorcerer nut. It is very helpful to spellcasters in particular. That's why it's there for them. And it can also be sort of, we'll put a vague, like, floating... It's, it can be used, you know, like, it is it is a source of power. Like, Is that a once per day kind of thing? It's a once per charge. It's a once per when he fucking tells you. Yeah. If you can come up with interesting ways to recharge it, we will just talk about how to charge it again. But basically Souls. using it. Yeah. I will say clearly, that. Clearly you have to go fishing to recharge it. I'll give you the free <laughs> way of recharging it, placing it back where it was taken. Huh. Yeah. Tapping into power is how you yeah. recharge it. It I is. Get that. Putting the on heart a ley line. of Griffinport. Yeah, the ley line's attached to it, and the ley line's all converged on the heart. Sacrifice the younglings to it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the offering. Make an offering. Make an offering to Killing it. Killing younglings. The offering of Griffinport's leader, the symbol of the will of its people. Granlin yells at everybody in her booming Granlin voice, I said we're working! And she shuffles everybody into the back room. Uh, what are you working on? We're summoning a friend. Oh, you're showing us. This is why I didn't go to the oh, church. Come, oh, come, got Fist. It. Yes, it's Fist, you, Bruce. in the armor, with yeah. the sun motif. Yep. Yeah, come, yep. come, I'll use your help. Okay. You showed up just in time. Did Diggle send you? Maybe. He's a friend. Okay, then yes. We appreciate him and everything he's done for us. Well, that's good. He likes to be appreciated. He's one of the few of you Numenites who I like. 
But why don't you like more? Because you tend to feel like you know better than all other religions. And she shuffles you guys into a back room. A lot of people be like that. That's why we have a book, and you can like look things up in it. It's really actually convenient. Books are hard. The problem is once you read a book, it's hard to change your ideas. Your minds are made up. Not according to the priests. Not to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, you guys end up in a back room. And, you know, Granlin is on her knees. Oh, at her age, that sucks. Putting together the last bit of this ritual circle. In a back room that you guys have never been, there are three concentric circles. You know, th this seems really complex. Highly. Sabobos, so, mm -hmm. I'm glad you're here. Please do not interrupt me once I begin speaking. Right. Concentration. Yes. Got it. I'm about to do my best to open a controlled and careful portal to hell. It is a combination of a summoning and divination ritual, and then we will need to rebind a mortal soul that is lost. Bruce was taken from us and, and put in hell. And he doesn't belong there, Zabobos. Okay, he, he was he was put in head. He, he didn't do the whole dying No, thing. he did not. Right. Okay, got it. And she turns to Roy. Roy, did you bring the things that I asked you for? The five items? Yeah. So, you, you brought two things, right, Roy? Yeah, I brought the fishing pole that Dylan gave me. I brought, way back in the day... Bruce hit me with uh, some cobblestones, and uh, I happened to have a couple, or I happened to have one of them because it got kind of caught in my hood as I was running from him. Oh, oh dear. Dear, he hit you real well. There's still blood on this. Yeah, it wasn't great. He dropped some serious knowledge on me not well, too long after power. that. blood is power. I'm sure that'll help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Kendra shows up with... Kelrath. Uh, she shows up with Kelrath on her leash, and she puts him on one corner of the of the room. She also shows up with a newspaper. It was the last one that you were there to read. And she sets that in another corner. Be advised, Kelrath is a chewer. Sandra takes the rod from you, puts it in one corner, and, and the cobblestone, and puts it in another. And then... And it's like, we need one more. Uh, did anybody have anything? And I'm going to say that a... I swear to fucking God, if you put a goddamn perch in that circle, I will walk off this podcast right now. I wasn't gonna, but goddamn do I want to perch, now. I swear to God. We wouldn't want to summon Bruce back with us without his salt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what all, we, what all do we have? We've got the dog, we've got the, the pole, we've got the pebble, we've got the fucking newspaper. fishing pole and a newspaper. That's five already. F no, you've got a fishing pole, the newspaper, the dog, and the cobblestone, right? And the pole. The fishing pole. Fishing pole. Fishing pole. Cobblestone. Newspaper. Dog. And his, like, rod rod. No, no, no. No? Not good enough? Even though he, like, worked with that? Granlin looks at the it. It's, it's too new. He bought it recently. Yeah. Uh, I, thought, I thought that was the rod he used while he was working no, at the school. No, he means the maintenance rod. Yeah, the silver one. It's too old. He hasn't touched it. It's not... It's not... We need it's things It's too that, new. It's too old. It's fucked. <laughs> they, they need to be things that represent... You need to understand, dearie. That's the rod. It's lost its conductivity. Bruce touched it once upon a time, but it bears no permanent willing. Kendra shows up with one more thing. She's like, oh, Bob... By the way, Bob's back. Bob dropped something off. 
and she she runs out and comes back a minute later and she she says he he said to use this a goblin dropped by the other day and um he had this bowl it looks too small to be Bruce's I don't know where it came from it came from his home um and then Bop filled it with his mutton and he didn't uh he didn't salt it enough the way Bruce hates <laughs> Bring him back pissed. Let's go. And they set this bowl of stew in the center. It is a small bowl that no Goliath, no full-size Goliath could possibly eat out of. And filled with it is a stew that caused many fights between the two of you. For the record, Bob salted it too much. Too much. He salted it too for, much. Uh, it's bad for Bruce's blood pressure. That, that was That's, why. That was it. Yes, thank you. It is overly salted stew made from mutton in a small bowl. And Granlin says, I think, well, I think that'll do it. I need each one of you to take up opposing sides. If each one of these makes a corner of a star, I need you guys to fill in each section on the side. I will be the front. Roy, if you could be opposite me, Kendra. And, um, who else knew Bruce best? Uh, I'm sure at least one person, like, glances over at Grimm. And that same could not be bothered to be more bored. Look, that he had been shown earlier is on Grimm's face. And he's so far off to the side that he's not even paying attention to people. He's literally like, like, wiping off his suit, cleaning off his bones on his hands. So he's literally not paying attention. We got it. <laughs> Makes sense. Roy, Kendra, Granlin, looking for two more. Sabobos. She nods to Sabobos. Sabobos, you may not have known him well, but I still think that you being part of the circle will be helpful. You hear this? Yes, but be, be still be part of the ritual. Uh, I need I need the circle sure, closed, I, and I have limited people. What might come through? Absolutely. Just, just saying. Can we use the dog? But can I have the dog's part of the out? other side? We can like put his oh, collar okay. there or something. I don't know. Okay, where am I supposed to stand? Jay. Yes. There's, there's not a lot of people. Dylan walks in, I'm not saying a thing, not Got looking it. at anyone, seeing the circle, standing at the appropriate point, and just stands there. The silence comes over the room as Dylan enters. Granlin looks at everybody, giving a just don't even. She looks at you, Dylan, makes eye contact and nods a quiet thanks. I nods uh, just just a little and just stands in place. You all love Bruce. Well, some of you love Bruce, and she glares at you as you're thumbing your or as you're doing your your board finger tapping in a very direct stop that way. Please do not interrupt me once I begin the ritual. If this goes well, we will have Bruce back. You all care much for him, and if you don't, you need him. He is the glue that holds this group together. Hell, he holds this city together. And she opens up a book, and she begins to read a ritual. I call upon your true name, Bruce. We know thee is Bruce, and so I will weave that name into your being, because it is part of who you are. But your true name is Sakir. Uh, Mitch, is there a full name? 
We call upon you, Sakir. We call upon you to come home. I say your name again, Sakir, because all things must be said twice. And once more, to seal the binding, I say, Sakir, please come home. Uh, the outer circle flashes with fire. I bind the first circle. The flames of hell are not allowed to pass. And the outer circle contains a fire. Uh, the second circle lights up, and it fills with smoke. I will not let any piece of hell come through. Everything that is attached to hell on Bruce will be purified by the second circle. We only want you, Sakir. And then the third circle lights up, the whole ground. And it gets bright. It is a grayish green light, but it is brilliantly lighting the circle. And it, it's like it's contained. There's a dome. And uh, it's like a an orb of pure gray green brilliant light that gets so bright that you guys actually have to look away and as she repeats your name and sakir bruce i say your name one last time come back to us and she says something unintelligible in another language she quotes a verse from the vespern bible and the light dims and huddled in this dome of light is a huddled, shaking, gray Bruce, who is curled in a fetal position. He bears a few new items that you guys don't recognize, and he looks like a barbarian Goliath. But he doesn't look uh, fully aware yet. And then she proceeds to unbind the circles as soon as she's sure nothing's going to come through. It takes her a moment to put out the fire, and she even uh, asks Sabobos to help sanctify the last layer. And the fire gets uh, gets extinguished. And then she casts a second spell of binding to try to reseal his soul to the mortal plane. And uh, the room is quiet as she ends. Hey, Bruce, welcome back. Hello everyone, and thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members of the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories, we love your engagement, and we love to entertain you guys, so thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us rate us well, share us, tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. 
If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there, and we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. All right, have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter. And you can find me, Ryan, a.k.a. Roy, at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. And I'm Randall, and if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you can just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there. This is Jeff, still playing the Jello Man Skeleton himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at big underscore J underscore the bad man. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not time for this things. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchlit Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, warlock.